The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies, not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Play him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. In the irony of ironies, the day that I wear the ish shirt on the damn number, 11 a.m., 2 p.m. Eastern, boom, right on it. Welcome right on. into a Monday episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sheriff in the book map brought the Bostonian live on YouTube and live on Twitter replay on sports grid TV and Sirius XM channel 159. Thank you for one and all in the brigade for being here. Got a lot to get to. Got an interview coming up in 15 minutes. Hang on. You're going to want to have this. We're going to have some fun buckle up for what will be a fun little Patriot jets fun oh, little God. back and forth. Should be fun. Looking forward to getting into that. First and foremost, Caribbean Little League World Series on a Monday after the first weekend of the Super Bowl. What is this, Dave? You're smoking hot in the baseball. I am. Talk about how hot you are and whether you should be betting baseball after yesterday. And it's 9-11, which as all of us remember, 9-11, 22 years ago. We'll get to that, where we were, what you were doing and all that. But 9-11, three years ago, I right now at this time, was sitting in a hospital um, after having had a stroke Mm. and being unable to talk. I woke up on this morning three years ago unable to talk, and the kids were home because of COVID. Some things happened, some phone calls to my wife, and then 911 showed up, asked me a couple questions. I was in a hospital, in an ambulance ride, seven minutes to Centennial Hills Hospital, and in about an hour from now, I woke up um, not knowing where I was, where I went. I saw the light. My dad came back and visited me. We'll get to that. And maybe today, if not, you can go back and find me telling that story somewhere. But I went to a place and sat with my dad that looked like Mambo Beach, where I lived in Curacao for about 18 months. And I was thinking about it last night, and I'm not going to lie. I went to sleep with a little trepidation, a little bit of hesitation, thinking, man, I woke up the next day three years ago, and nothing was the same. 
but I was thinking of Curacao and I wore the Caribbean Little League World Series jersey today as a remembrance to myself of being in Curacao and um, being in that place and just being happy to be alive, P-Roll. I was like, I, I, I don't want to think about, I'm not wearing no green. I wore the green before, worked out on Friday when we did Sports Grid together. I wore the A's stuff. The A's ended up winning. Mm. So it worked out okay. Mm. I wasn't wearing the Jets stuff today. That's for sure. We got Yanitsi coming on to talk about that. He's going to talk about the Jets. Might have some Bill stuff planned, but that's uh, <laughs> one of the best parts about the whole thing was that I woke up and once I realized I was okay and that I was going to be okay, at least for now, after talking to my wife and daughters and being happy to one, I was going to see them again because they couldn't come in because of COVID and I could hear their voices and I knew that I was going to get out of that place whenever they told me I was going to be allowed out. Um, one of the first calls to Jess that wasn't about being alive or being healthy was to tell you, <laughs> <laughs> tell Peralt that the Nuggets bet is still alive. <laughs> it, it brings tears to my eyes now to think about it, that you literally, because we were doing the shows three days a week. It's the first text message I ever got from Jess. First text I got was, Matt, hi, this is Jessica, Dave's wife. Dave had a stroke. He's okay. But he had surgery yesterday and went into the whole convert. And I was just like, wait, what? I just talked to you the day before. It, you're on the air. It, it was, I, I, I mean, I remember talking to the producer at the time and I said, Dave had a stroke. And he was like, wait, what? Yeah. Is he okay? I, I don't know. I think so. His wife just texted me. You ever talked to her before? No, it was on his phone. She had his phone sending text messages saying what was going on. It's crazy. She had my phone. I was in a hospital. I, we were supposed to do the hit. Right. We were supposed to do the hit at 1045. We did the hit every Friday, 1045. Was, it, was, it was the first weekend of the NFL. It was right. just like this weekend. It was, it was fight song Friday. And... I can't remember who Penn State played, but I mean, we had it all teed up. The Steelers mm -hmm. had a big game. It was there was there was a lot of things to talk about, mm -hmm. and um, you know, she didn't know what to do. My phone lights up like it was special. That was the week before the Friday before the first first uh, games of the NFL. I was going to go sign up for contest. I had people texting the phone saying. Are we partners? Are we doing this? Are we doing that? What are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. I was, I was going to take a job starting the next week, either at Circa or at, I already had the job at William Hill or at Westgate. Wow. So those guys were texting and all this other stuff. And I was in a hospital. So yeah, it's, 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 it's a crazy, crazy day. And then today's brother Doug's birthday. <sighs> So he was born on 9-11, and his birthday has taken a backseat since all of the stuff that, you know, that goes on. But three days later, after getting out of the hospital, Brother Doug calls me and says, I got cancer. I didn't want to tell you while you were in the hospital. I got the report on, on Friday. I had to wait for you to get out and know that you were okay to tell you that. I was like, what the hell is going on? So you have a unique story of where you were. 22 years ago, you were, you were 24 years old. So you were in Alabama. 
on the air. I was doing morning radio and uh, a guy named Marty Broman, who has since passed, but he was the news director. Uh, I was, I told Madeline this story over the weekend because she's learning about 9-11 in school today. The last yeah. week they've been doing this and today is the kind of accumulation of it. I was telling her where I was and she couldn't, she was like, wait, what? For you kids, there once was a thing called the AP wire. The AP wire was attached to a DOS matrix printer which would print out news on terrible sheets and it would print out and then you would tear it off and you'd walk in and hand it to the anchor as to this is what's going on. And that was Twitter. (laughs) That's how we found out what was going on. The first sentence, I will never forget it. Marty Roman walked in. He handed me the note. AP wire, New York city, a small plane has gone into one of the towers at the world trade center. All it read. No small. context, nothing. Nothing, just small plane. We went, okay. So I was doing morning radio. It was, you know, before the first weekend of the NFL. And it was, you know, we, we, were, we were morning, you know, sports talk in Alabama. So we're talking about Bama, talking about the SEC. And then somebody, I'm doing caller-driven radio. And a guy calls up. And at the time, there was a show. I'm not sure if it's still on the air or not. But there was a show called Rick and Bubba, which was a syndicated Southern show. And Rick and Bubba had somebody on the ground in New York call into their show and say, that's not a small plane. That's a really big plane. It's really bad. And so somebody came and told me and said, hey, look at, that's not a small plane. That's something serious. Second call came in and said, well, um, I, I think this is a bigger deal than people think. We put on the Today Show. Oh. I called my cousin, my cousin who was working in New York. I said, hey, what's going on? This is crazy. What's what's up? He said, I don't know, Matt. This is really scary. Things are getting really, really, people are getting really weird. And then he said the T word. He mm. said, Yep. They're thinking this might be a terrorist attack. Yep. And I remember we all froze. Yep. We went, wait, what? I watched the second plane go into the towers on the Today Show. Watched it go in. Called my cousin back. He said, they're closing the island. I got to go. He lived in Hoboken. They're closing the island. I, I got to go. This is a terrorist attack. We, we have to go. He got on the last path train out of New York City to get home. He got home. My other cousin was, tra- was driving his girlfriend at the time to her job, which was three blocks away from the World Trade Center. They were 15 minutes late from where they should have been. They should have been right by the World Trade Center. They were 15 minutes late. They left their car, went back and got it a week and a half later, got out, ran from downtown up about 30 blocks to their house where they were in Manhattan. I, for a week, became a news reporter for our yep. sister station, WVNN, because Huntsville, Alabama, there were four locations where President Bush could have gone, could have gone to Colorado, could have gone to Huntsville. I forget the other two where he went. I think one was in South Dakota and another one was somewhere else, I think in Florida or somewhere. Somewhere Southwest, I thought. Yeah, somewhere he could have gone. And he didn't. There were four dummy planes that were sent out. He he was on one of them. I watched the dummy plane land in Huntsville. Oh, I'll never forget it. I watched. It's an Air Force One. I watched it land at the arsenal because in Huntsville, people don't realize this, but one Huntsville is where NASA is based, but not just NASA. There's a thing called the arsenal where it goes down two miles underground. 
and we have legitimate like nuclear warheads and like oh. legitimate amounts of like serious weaponry yep. under the earth that you would never know unless you got I've never went there. It's all top secret stuff. But everyone who works on the arsenal, you just you, you know, people who work there, legitimate rocket scientists who work there. And so that's where he could have gone. We thought he could have won. So I was there interviewing people at the arsenal about what it was like. And I'll never forget it. I never felt more alone than I was. I was 2000 oh. miles from home. And I had no family anywhere near me. And I, I never forget driving. I remember driving the next morning and I just started crying. I just couldn't oh. believe what was going on. I just couldn't believe how isolated I felt and how I knew everything changed. But like I went, started going through to Maddie, like the ways like I was like, Madeline, we used to be able to be at the arrival gate. We used to, be able to park our car and go just leave our car and go. Oh. We used to be able to wear our shoes on airplanes. Like it wasn't like we going through security. Nobody thought to take off your, your, your shoes or anything like that. Like we never had any of the stuff that now you're just accustomed to as just part of the day. Yep. The arrivals gate was like a big deal. If you were in a relationship and you weren't at the arrivals gate, when your girlfriend got off the plane, no side was, shot for you. <laughs> that was a you, big deal. You had to be there and you had to be on time. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you're going to get, you're going to get in trouble. So it is remarkable that 22 years later, we're still doing these things. We're still, you know, our lives are still affected, at least from air travel perspective. And tonight in New York, I'm sure there's going to be a big ceremony before the game, before the Bills and the Jets play tonight on Monday Night Football. But I mean, she wants to go see the memorial now. And I was like, absolutely. I was like, let's go. And I'll take it to New York and you can, you can see it. Jess and Kylie went back this summer. They saw it. Um, you know, and then as far as, I, where I was, I was in Phoenix, got up for work, got up to an alarm, a radio alarm, wake up to a radio show where a guy says, a plane just flew into the World Trade Center. And I thought, that's not even a funny joke. Like, right. what does that even mean? Half asleep. So I was going to take my friend and boss at the time, his name is Schubert. I was going to take schubert to the airport in phoenix to fly back to pittsburgh he was going or north carolina he was going i forget which place he was going but he was going back east so i turned on the tv and i was like what is going on right now and saw that second plane fly into the tower too on the today show just that same thing and i immediately called him and said you're not going anywhere today he said what are you talking about so did you turn the TV on yet? It was early in Arizona. West Coast, yeah, because I was on the air. I think, it was, I think it was the second plane went in somewhere around like 8.30 8, 8, Eastern. It, something like that. 9.30 Eastern, I think 9.30. So it's like I was on the air. It was my last hour. So it was 8.30 my time, 9.30 Eastern. So it would have been 6.30, 7 o'clock your 6 time. 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. The alarm went off at 6.15. And that's what I heard. I turned the TV on yeah. and it's, it was 6.30. And I told him, you're not going anywhere. And I remember we were going to go to work. And I said, <laughs> guys, what are we going to work for? Mm-hmm. Like, I was like you. I was on the phone. I had people working in New York, living in New York, friends, and all this other stuff. And then that plane crash landed outside of Pittsburgh. That other plane. That from they Boston. took down from Boston. Yeah, that was about that was had two people from my hometown on it. And that's when it was like, what is happening right now? 
Like, and then the Pentagon thing happened. Yeah. And it was that's like, when it was shook again. That's what shook me. When, when the two other planes, like it was bad enough, like the one, two, that was like, oh my, then the three, four was just awful. And then I met Christian Arcand, who now does afternoon drive in. By the way, Sonic just came in a chat and said it was about 5.50 to 6.03. It was 5.50 to 6.03 a.m. crashes in Arizona time at the time. So Which ones? The, the first plane time. or second plane? First one, second the, one, it sounds like. Well, the second, there was, there was a pretty big difference between the first one and the second one that when they went in, it was about 20, 30 minute difference between the two when the, when the second one went in. Yeah. But Christian Arcade, who does work for WEI and I, uh, I, I gave him his first radio job in New Hampshire. And he told me the story of his uncle being on that plane and that, you know, it, it changed their entire family's life. And I just started thinking about all the families, all the firefighter families, all the people who dealt with so much either you know, the, the, the firefighters who were there afterwards, who got cancer, who got lung issues, who have health problems. Oh. They went to the site over and over and over again, trying to get the rubble out, trying to remove the asbestos and all of the cancer causing agents at that building, all the jet fuel, all the nasty layover stuff that, you know, we still haven't done right by those people who sacrificed so much. And I mean, I got up this morning, I didn't want to go for a run. And I was like, I'm going for a run because there are people who would love to be able to go for a run right now. Yep. So I'm going for a run and I'm going to shut up and suck, suck it up and run because get out of here. You're tired. So what? Stop being a baby. And I got up and I ran and you know, I, I think our kids watching my daughter learn about it. Like it's a history thing. When I lived through it was a weird experience for me. Oh, it's that was odd a, for me. We did a whole chapter on it last year. We, when we relived everything. And we were telling Kendall the same stories. And, you know, my mom's cousin, husband, was on that plane oh. that landed or that, you know, crashed in, in Pennsylvania. And I got to see how they, you know, paid off all those people and what happened and all these other things. Know the back end stories. And then 2009, I ended up going to work for Cantor Gaming which was Wait. a division of Cantor Fitzgerald, On which the top of. <laughs> was the top of the tower. And every 9-11 working for that company was a big deal because they talked about all the people that they lost specifically. So then to have the milestone happen in my life where I have a stroke on 9-11, wow. like the, the, the day is so important. And I don't want it to be lost on the significance of it. But man, oh man, like when you go through it, were you, let's put it, uh, how, how do I put it? That week of staying at home, I could not turn the television off of watching I covered coverage. It. I, I, I couldn't stay home. I covered it. I was so sick Emotion. to my stomach yep. every day yes emotionally crying yes just oh i still i still have ptsd from it i i, I can I, if i really sit down and, and have long conversations i get really emotional still about the whole thing about all, about all of it okay. it still bothers I mean. me it, I, I i remember on saturday because it was a tuesday in mm -hmm. in the diamondbacks were on a tremendous postseason run right and it all stopped and everything stopped and there were no sports 
just like COVID. Yeah. Everything stopped and you didn't know what you were going to do. You want to talk about feeling isolated. The only thing I did was watch TV. And by Saturday that week, I was saying to my brother-in-law, Smoke now, said, we got to get the fuck out of this apartment or condo. Yeah. We lived right. on, I said, we got to go. I, I can't do this anymore. I don't know. You know, everyone in my life was accounted for. Yeah, but you're paralyzed. Everybody was paralyzed. Not doing nothing. Yeah, we didn't know where to go. I mean, I went to, I'll never forget going to New York a month later. And there were protests on the streets. My cousin was in Hoboken. I went to go see my cousin and we talked face to face. And I remember seeing the barges full of debris in the middle of the river of the Hudson because they had nowhere to put it. They started to put all the debris from 9-11 onto barge after barge after barge after barge. And I remember just looking at the rubble going, because at Frank Sinatra Park in Hoboken, New Jersey, if you go to Frank Sinatra Park, it had the most beautiful view of the southern tip of the island. And you could see the Twin Towers. They were right there. They were a glaring, huge symbol right there from Frank Sinatra Park. And they were gone. Right. And it, it just didn't it didn't equate in my mind that mm-hmm. there's supposed to be two big buildings right there. Mm-hmm. Where did, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. And it just started, just, just brought you back. Just like asking the, all of the tough questions about like what went wrong and how did we miss this and how did this happen? And then we got into two decades of war and everything else that happened because of it. And, you know, I, I think we, we use that hashtag never forget, but I think it's important for all of us as who were alive during this time, much like when our grandparents were alive during traumatic things to tell the younger generation, this is what happened. And then we get this today because this was done by someone from the younger generation because there's no way, no way in hell anybody who lived through 9-11 would ever think it would be funny to create a parlay to bet on the teams involved, the never forget parlay featuring the Mets, Jets, and Yankees to win. It was up long enough, Dave, that 90-plus people bet it. Not only was it sick to have it up, some sick fuck bet it. Oh, well, I'm speechless. I saw it on social media, and I was just like, does no one have a filter or like stand up in a room and go bad idea. Don't put that up. Why? Is it Just one person? I did. This exposes what DraftKings does for these same game parlays. There must be one person who has the, the, the authority to build this and put this out because no one, they, there's no one like this is not being watched. No, but someone had to have gotten fired over this. There's no way this goes out. Cause this makes the company look absolutely awful and they're based in Boston. There are so many people, a plane took off from Boston. People from Boston died in nine 11. There's no way anybody's paying it. Like someone's head had to roll for that. They're they're out they're, they're fired. They're gone from the company for doing that. Cause the tone, de- I don't care if it's up for 30 seconds. The level of tone deafness is unbelievable to me that somebody would actually put that out as a bet. I don't know. I I don't know how the process works, how to put it up. 
but there'll be a better one now. I promise you that. I was going to say, <laughs> whatever it was, it will be changed. obviously won't be that going forward. So whether it's a risk guy that's been told, put up something with New York stuff, and then a risk guy just sits in a room and says, all right, put this, 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 combine it, pays this, send it back. The marketing person takes it and posts it. Um, you know, that would, that would be something. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll address it in a, again in a minute. We got to get okay. this Yanitsi kid I, on because he's got to go to the game okay. tonight. No. Okay. 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 We'll get, we'll is get he there. To. He is. He is. Oh, there. Yeah. He I'm is there. there. Hold on one second. Let me get everything all nice. What in the in, world? We got to get in, you in, in the big square. In all, in all, in all, in all he is good. a big square too, by the way. Oh, he tries to be sharp. Put him in the big square. That's just mean. All right. <laughs> I'm going to have you say your name, my friend, because don't, Dave is putting a T in your name. You need to. Why? You need to. Yeah, you need to. No okay. T. It's just the way the yeah. I is silent. I is silent. What is up, my friend? Welcome to BBB. How are you? What up, boys? First time on this. Uh, first time on this. A little long that Dave asked me to come on, but I'll let it slide with him because, you know, <laughs> it's just the way he is. I think he's a little jealous. Whoa. But I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. Hold on. This is like a crossover between BVB and Cash Considerations. And True. yes, you're the tribal chief. There's people in the chat right now coming at you because they're coming at you for a number of reasons. We'll get to the Jets game in a second. Not a good day. What the hell happened to you yesterday? What I mean, seriously, you gotta you want to stand up and own the fire. P Raw, we did a picks show. Okay. We did a run and shoot seven. Seven games we specifically talked uh, about. Yeah. The Tony go 0 and seven? Uh, me and newbie. Me and newbie, first of all, it wasn't just me. It was me and newbie. We're currently 0 and 6 on the slate. Holy mother boys. Yeah, not a good day. Not Ask a- them who they have tonight, P Raw. Who do you have tonight? You know the, the bills. Answer. I look what I'm wearing like an ass. Oh well, I think he might be. Okay. <laughs> he, he might be okay with the Jets. I don't know. I, I think I think the Jets might win tonight. Yeah. I went 0 and six, so that 0 and seven is inevitable. Yeah, no, you never go 0 and seven. There's always the one you get. There's all, you always get one. I'll take if this is the one, then I'll live with the one at six. What yeah. number is on your jersey? You need see what 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 is um. Uh, so before I tell you, I will never, ever, ever wear a current player's jersey again. That's a Revis life. jersey, is it not? Yeah, it's Revis. Look at that. I knew oh. it was a Revis jersey. <laughs> but I, I stopped I stopped buying jerseys of current players because every current player of all the teams I buy, either they get hurt or they oh. end up on a different team. So I, I caboose that. I've retired from it. So I will only wear retired players. Okay. All I like sports, that. With all my like team, because I, I believe in, in the mush and the maloik. So I will not contribute to it. I don't believe in any of that nonsense. It's complete garbage. It doesn't nope. exist. There's nope. nothing like it. There's no superstition. There's no mushing. There's no none of this no, nonsense. No, no, no. None. Like all my Watching friends, the Jets win, the Bills win. I didn't mush anything. I didn't jinx anything. It just happened. The way yeah, that it works, you, the way that it goes. Maybe you, not me though. It's like all are my you friends. A Jet? Are you a Mets or a Mets and Jets, Yankees and Giants? What are you on baseball? Oh, uh, Yankees. The Yankees, Jets. Interesting. And the Knicks. Well, that's oh. obvious. I mean, that's you can't be a Nets fan. Who's a Nets yeah, fan? Yeah, fair enough. Fair, fair. No one's and, a Nets uh, fan. You can't, uh, you can't be a Nets fan. Like, oh my gosh, that's like well, it makes no sense. Even though I think you're from Brooklyn, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm born and raised Brooklyn. So you just completely like the Nets are just like you know they came that's in. Not even a real. That's, that's <laughs> a real, that's, it's like a little stepbrother that you don't care about. You just eh, you do what you want. Go play in the corner. Fair. You know? 
we'll get we'll, let's P. Raw brought it up. Your Yankees season. There was a little bit of hope. And then the kid got a torn UCL. He got a little problem in his elbow. Little his problem. Non-dominant arm. Explain that to me. <laughs> what? So you, he, you it's extension. He hits it with the extension of the bat on his right hand. Yes, right Tommy, arm. Uh, come on. That's just you don't you can't make that up. <laughs> he sets the record. Most home runs for a kid under 20 in his first that, seven. You know, they, they put that out then. Boom. All right, Tommy John. See you. Thank you. Eight months. Appreciate like, it. Just came back from that, but like this kid ain't Bryce Harper. Like, right. you know, like how bad, how, how bad are things in Yankee land, Tony? I mean, like, are you really all in on the Jets? Dave, the Yankees it's bad enough that the Red Sox are favored tonight. That's how bad it is for the Yankees. <laughs> okay. That's how bad it is for the Yankees. <laughs> the Red Sox are fucking favorite favored tonight <laughs> against the Yankees. That's one, how bad uh, it is. I think the Yanks are one and eight against the Sox. They they one and eight. Eight. Correct. That is true. They are so bad that, and I'll, I'll defer. <laughs> they got no hit through 10 innings and still won a game. <laughs> you know how bad you got to be to do that? If Garrett Cole pitches, chalk it up. They will not hit. This guy throws seven shutout, nine Ks yesterday, just dominant. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Oh, no, no. Let me, let's not even hit for him, let alone a run. They can't even, they can't put the ball in play. Yo, they are so bad. Oh. I just I I have to root for the Jets. Okay, you have to understand. <laughs> I have nothing good going in my sports life. <laughs> when I have the most hope for this franchise, who's been the worst? <laughs> something is wrong. Okay, between currently the Knicks are the most stable franchise in all of New York. Oh my gosh! Oh, you know crazy. how sick that is for me to say that. Not the Rangers. No, they just they they've gone through three coaches in four years, so that's I can't true. call that really stable. That's true. That's true. But, what's it, what's interesting is that the, the Dominguez story. I'm actually really mad about it for a bunch of reasons because I was really hoping that that was going to keep Aaron Boone employed. Now that he's gone, they might actually get rid of Aaron Boone. I'm staying. kind of annoyed. He's, he's going to stay. Yeah, him and Cashman were staying regardless. <laughs> that's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it's just it's like that's the Yankee way. They won't get rid of them because they're going to all judge resort for you know 50 days. Uh, Nestor Cortez got hurt. Severino couldn't throw a strike. It's just like all these things. Oh, Stanton pulled his hamstring running, for, like, rounding the bases, thinking he pipped a home run. So when mm-hmm. you put all those together, it's a recipe for Yankee disaster. And that's where we're at. And I just, I'm over it. Take that hat off. I really can't stand you. And Peralta, you should say the same thing to him. Because, you know, I don't even mind the Patriots anymore because I just see Mac Jones throwing duck after duck after duck. <laughs> So he throwing, doesn't even bother me. He's throwing duck after duck after duck yesterday. He wasn't how many ducks yesterday. He was, he was like he was 32 in, completions for like 300 yards. Yeah, Come on. I, that's okay. 300 yards is still 300 yards. We'll see how many. Let's passes. see what your quarterback throws tonight. Hey, I hey, I, I just I, say, I'd hey, be careful well, about talking I'm, about that. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm just. I'm I'd be really careful about what Rogers 39 year old geriatric dude is out there throwing around tonight. I'm not. I'm listen. I'm not confident. I, I'm the most negative you're going to find. Okay. So. You're, if you're I like, I'm not like all my friends are like, oh, bro, Rogers, Rogers, Rogers. I'm like, yeah, let me see him throw a ball first. I, I'm not gonna. Okay. So this is this was my question, and I know you like this hat. I was teeing this up just for this actual call. Thank you for joining us. No one likes Please, that people. hat. No one. If likes you that like hat. the show, subscribe to the show right here. If you like Yanitsi, he's at Tony Yanitsi on the Twitter. <laughs> Tone what Anthony. Oh, wait, wait, yeah, you have to adjust the hat for a second because it, the, the hat is the logo of an animal committing suicide. This is Fear of God. Uh, I don't know if you know the brand. 
I do not. But I'm talking about Dave's hat, not your hat. Dave's oh, hat. sorry, sorry. Well, yeah, Dave, I, you can Did, throw that shit in the garbage. Dave's oh! hat, th- that, that, is an an, that is an animal committing suicide. That is the Bill's logo. So it just, that's how much that Buffalo Bill wants to be associated with that Buffalo team. Yeah. It's kind of clean. Like that stadium that they just want to get rid of. <laughs> so well, I don't blame them there. <laughs> what are you expecting tonight? You're going to the game. Okay. I know you're cautiously nervous, optimistic, but like you're going to be around a bunch of people that are expecting big things tonight from your guy. It's your guy now. I mean, it is my biological. It's my unbiological father currently. So yes, it's my dad. (laughs) Aaron Rodgers. Jets win? I mean, what 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 do you want to see an over? What are you expecting tonight with you and the people going to the game? I thought about this. I thought about this this morning. So I gave you a few reasons. I don't like going to football games. I hate okay. it. One, MetLife Stadium is the worst stadium in all of America. Wow. Okay. Really? It's brand new. They, they, if you meet someone that goes there and says they like it, they don't, they're just they're they're an idiot. <laughs> So that's wow. because the game's going to end at 11. Yeah. I will not be home until 2 a.m. because that right. there's one exit for yeah. 80,000 people. Yeah. There is no way in. There's one way in and one way out. There yep. is no, it, it's it, uh, how they, two teams put the stadium together and they decided to make one exit, which is awful. And there's that's no public, already, which is why I don't, there's like no that. public transportation there, right? You there have to is, drive. But there is, but it's not. It's like for me to do public transportation to go from Jersey to Brooklyn is a disaster. Yeah, Especially late hard. at night, like when yeah. stuff's not running on time and stuff, it's not yeah. worth it. Yeah. And it's a few of us going, so like we'll just split the parking anyway, which it's it's just like I want to get home. Now, if they win the game, I'll sit there till three in the morning. I don't care. Oh. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, my expectations for the game are um it's 9-11, so the place is gonna be juiced. Yeah. Right. Three game ceremony is gonna be amazing. Um okay. I think we need to get if we win the coin toss, do not defer. Ooh. You have to take the ball, go down, put seven. You have to. Right away, just go down the field and score because you want to set the tempo for this game. You don't want these, let's go, Buffalo, those idiots start getting in their groove and start getting their chance going. You don't want any of that. I don't want to see the defense on the field first. I want to see the guy we traded for come out and show why who he is. I win the game. That's it. I'm not. I'm not. I don't need to win 35-10. Just win the game. Jets haven't won week one since they played the Lions on Monday Night Football, where Darnold threw an interception on his first play, and they did because they knew the playbook. Oh, so I I'm good with thirty-five ten. I'm good with thirty-five ten. I, I, I pass I'll, out. I'll sign up for thirty. <laughs> I'll sign up for thirty-five ten. Let's yeah, go. I would I, under on, under on the hook. We're good. <laughs> Defense is obviously better than Buffalo. The problem I'm having here is like our roster is better than theirs, like top to bottom. I would really, Jets, yeah, I, I think so. I would take the Jets roster over Buffalo's roster. Problem is, is wow, I have the same old Jets mentality, so I can't get that out of my head. And who has, like, who has better receivers? Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo. Okay, yeah, okay. who has a better offensive line? Jets. Are you serious? Yes. I would Your Jets is going to – that's what's going to get Rodgers killed this year. I, I Well, I don't think – I mean, I don't really love the Buffalo defensive line, so I'm not really worried. Next week, you want to tell me when we play the Cowboys? Yeah, I'd be a little worried. Don't oh. Oh. 
Um, You're already Jeff worried about the Cowboys. You should be worried about tonight. What's the <laughs> weather going to be like tonight? We just brought up offensive line, so it just yeah. came into my head. What's the weather going to be like? The chat wants to know. They uh, said you're really good at the weather. What's the weather oh, going to be 75 like? and cloudy. It's supposed to stop raining around 730. Games at what, 815? Yeah. So it'll be it'll be a nice night in the Meadowlands. I forget. 815, Dave. 815. Yeah, I think 815. That's terrible. 820. It's terrible. Yeah, it's late. It's, it's late. Terrible. It is late. It is late. And I got work early tomorrow morning. 515 our time. That's what time we'll be watching. It's, it's barely even dinner time for us. 815. Yeah, it's late for me. It's a late Dang. It's a late one. But I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, the meaning of today. Two New yeah. York teams playing. Um, this, it'll be electric in there. You know, watching the Jets run out. This is like the first time I'm like excited for a year and a good, good amount of time. So it's like I need this in my life. Like, Paul, you got Patriots. You're good every year. Oh, like, I'm good. I, I told you know, Dave, I'm good. That's what I've said. I go, I'm good. good. Brady just Dave, six six championships. I am 100 yeah, You got good. it. I don't need to talk to you. Steelers, good. they're good every year. They're over 500 except yesterday when they got there. They got popped. So did they ever? They smacked. got popped. They got smacked, smacked yesterday. Um, Tony, how old are you? How, how old are you, Tony? 26. Okay, so you were four on 9-11. Yeah. What's it like? What was it like growing up as a New York kid in it, with that as part of your life? Because you it, didn't know anything else, but. Yeah, it's in, it's uh, it was important because that was always around our first day of school. Um, <sighs> so because we, we usually started the Thursday, the Thursday of, of September, which ended up being the, the 11th. I remember that year I was in, I think, preschool or kindergarten. kindergarten. Right. I went to a Catholic school around three blocks away from my house. And I don't have that many memories from when I'm a kid, but I have a memory from that day. I remember we were all, uh, we were all in school. It was early in the morning. So we're like, our parents kind of just dropped us off about a half hour, 45 minutes uh, before. And then in my school, we had um, a lockdown kind of underground uh, place. So all of us, they took like 70, 80 kids. We all went into this little area underneath the school building and there was no service. So at the time, obviously there was no cell phones or anything like that. So for parents needed to school, you needed to call, you needed to call on the landline and parents were trying to come pick up their kids. And our principals at the time were nuns would not let anybody leave. Cause they were like, we have too many kids in here. We don't know what's going to happen. We're safe under wow. here. So we were all, uh, we were in there till I, I think my parents came maybe like three, four in the afternoon. They would not let anybody out Wow. because they didn't want anything to happen. Um, but the, the, the significance of the day is, I mean, it's, come on, it's, it's uh, you know, it's hard to put in words. It's, it's a day that I think now um, brings everyone together and just be thankful for what we have and to cherish those moments with all those people who lost their lives those day mm. on that day. Um, but you know, now like Jets playing the Bills tonight, like it's a mo- it's a moment for everyone to come together and be thankful and remember, like, yeah, this sports stuff is cool, everything going on is cool, but like life itself is bigger than that. So it's um, you know, it's it's important to just just to be happy and you know, like you know, like just remember we're New York. You know, that New York strong, that New York grit stuff like that's us because yeah. we don't fold. We don't bend. We just, you know, we keep it moving. But through thick and thin, you know, that's New York. That's just that. That's that blue collar mentality. That's it. Hmm. Good place to wrap it, my friend. Dave, one last one. No, that's it. Have fun at the game tonight. Stay out of trouble. Yeah. And if the I Jets- will be in trouble tonight. I could, I can assure you I will be in trouble tonight one way or another. I will be yelling at someone. Keep your phone handy because I'll text you because you'll be sitting in traffic on the way home and at least uh-huh. you'll be able to answer. 
Thank you for joining us. Tony, good stuff, man. Enjoy the game tonight. Hey, you got it. Thanks, boys. Dave, I don't like you. (laughs) See you, brother. Go Bills! Well, if you don't have that Patriots hat on, I would like you maybe a little bit more, okay. but I'll let you slide for now, all right? It's okay. I know. It's guys. all right. Enjoy the game. Go Bills. 0-6. Oh 0-7. <laughs> oh coming, coming for Tony. Oh, my. I don't know. I, I think that I, I think the Jets are going to win tonight. I actually, I texted them both, him and Newbie, this morning. I just wanted to make sure the record-keeping things were right from the show that we did because those two agreed on every pick. <sighs> As Ooh. we were doing the show, I'm like, you guys know this is not, I mean. Smart. Don't listen, trail each I, other. It, right. Like, it, well, they started to realize it after they got to the fourth game. They're like, you know, we have all the same picks. I was like, I was aware of it. Were you guys not aware of it? And <laughs> so I, I sent them a text this morning. I said, you guys really knocked it out the park this week. And you both have the Jets and I have Buffalo. Mm. How did you do, by the way? What's your, what's your record? Four and two. Okay. Nice. So you can go five and two potentially. That's not bad. Um, I don't know what to think though today. Like we do that show on Friday. Like things change. You want to talk about what happened this weekend. Mm -hmm. Lead us right where you want us to go. Because a lot of things happened this weekend that I don't know if a lot of people saw coming. I did. I don't know why everyone thinks that an epic rant is coming off of this. It really isn't because I only rant when I'm mad. I don't really rant when I'm right. And when it goes how I thought it was going to go, it just, this is where being sick in the head as gamblers. Like we just move on. When you win, you just move on to the next one. Like it just, you, you get so much less, uh, you're so much more emotional with a loss than a win. Like you're almost relieved when you win. It's, it's, it's like, right. Oh, okay. I handicapped it right. Three months ago. I was right on the call. I was right. The Texas money line. There was value there. I was right with plus seven number never moved. Texas beat the living dog crap out of Alabama because Jalen Milrow cannot throw. We saw it last year. We saw you and I sat and watched the game and I kept on looking at you going, this kid can't throw. He can't throw outs. He can't throw slants. And he cannot throw fades. He can throw the deep ball. Okay. The kid's got an arm for a, either a cannon of an arm and he can let it rip and go and he can run like the wind. Mm-hmm. But this is not the quarterback Alabama thought they were going to have. And it's clearly apparent that this Alabama team is extremely vulnerable to be beaten. I mean, I said it on Friday, still say it now. They're losing two games. They may well, they could lose three games this year. A nine and three season for Alabama is a hundred percent on the table. (laughs) So we had our first week one with the brigade proxy service we finished and we sat, you and I sat and watched football the entire day. Mm-hmm. So we, <laughs> we're watching the game and immediately you go, see, told you can't throw. See? <laughs> and I, I'm looking at the game and I'm laughing because I'm listening to you and I'm like, you're right. I kept watching. The only thing he did that was like, wow, was that deep ball, a couple deep balls with that just, Drop back and heave it. Mm-hmm. The slants, the outs, the touch, little passes in a flat, nothing, nothing. And I was like, you're right. And then at one point you're like, see, I told you they're going to lose two, maybe three games. And I was <laughs> like, yep, yep. You know, Jess <laughs> fell asleep on the couch. She was tired of listening to you talk about it. We kept waiting for Texas to come back. 
I was I bet Bama in game, and then I bet a Texas in game. Then I bet Texas again. I was like, they ain't coming back. This is over. That was. Did we learn more about Bama, or did we learn more about Texas in that game? I mean, I learned more that Texas has it this year. Like last year was a year early. They've got it with Quinn yours. Now the deafening silence from my Alabama friends right now, where they at? And I know you guys are listening and watching the show. This is unbelievable boys. You on Friday, I had one of you say that I was quote gone too long. I've been gone too long that I don't understand that. I don't remember what Tuscaloosa is like, how hard it is that Saban always beats his his assistant coaches. The Sarkeesians never winning a game in Tuscaloosa. It's really, where are you boys? Where are you? All right. Hiding. You're hiding and you know, you're hiding now because you know, you don't have a quarterback. And when you don't have a quarterback, I don't care how many five-star linemen you have. I don't care how great you are with your defensive line. Your secondary is susceptible and it's banged up as is. And your quarterback's a massive problem. Just take Alabama and cross them off the list. I already did, but now you can too. They're not playing in the college football playoffs this year. Goodbye. I know that's hard to hear. And I know for you guys, this is what you all live through. And now you all have to go and sit there at the bar and you're probably going to say something dumb. Like it's time to get rid of Saban. <laughs> Saban's lost his touch. It's time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Nick, go yeah, Nick. yeah just Nick. Sorry. Man. Dion in. That's what they'll want. Or, I, mean, I mean, I don't think Alabama would accept Dion, but that type, you know, someone who knows the NIL world, someone who knows how to recruit in the transfer portal because Alabama when you and I were watching the field goal kicker for Bama boot, like a 40 plus yard kick, we were like, remember when Bama didn't have a kicker? <laughs> how does Alabama get caught with Jalen Milrow in the transfer Porter world? How does Sam Hartman wind up at Notre Dame and not Alabama cash? Maybe, but who's got more cash, Notre Dame or Alabama? That would be an awesome conversation to have who could pay more. Cause <laughs> Bama's got big, big money. People too. The Irish have a more across the board, richer fan base. But the higher-ups at Alabama, those guys can pay, and they have paid for the 20, 30, 40 Irish, years. They can pay, too. Don't, don't, don't. No, the Irish have the most, the richest fan base in college football are Notre Dame fans. Yes. So who's writing the check? But if you're a Texas fan, Quinn, yours, his Heisman odds go from 25 to 1 to 8 to 1. We're talking about it live, you and I, while we're watching the game. We're talking about, like, what do we do? This week we had the risk room conversation right on the couch here at the at the Fortress of Solitude up in the Hamptons where we live. Um, this was impressive. And then we did what we do, basically doing the show just without the cameras and the and, and the running time. Well, where's Texas's roadblocks? Where where are they going to lose? Well, he's eight to one now. What do they got left? Oklahoma and anybody don't stub your toe. You don't lose a road big 12 game, man. Oh man. They'll be pushed. I mean, Texas, I don't think Texas will run through the way like you, you like USC right now is killing everybody. I don't think Texas does that, but they took care of rice after a sluggish start. They've beaten Alabama on the road. Look, winning at Alabama as Bama being a top five team, it might not look that good. Later in the year, 
if Alabama goes and loses two, three games, that win's not going to carry the same luster as it does right now. It's hard to believe, but true. So that's- you need Alabama to, st- you need Alabama to lose one game all year. That's to you. If you're Texas and Quinn, yours from a Heisman campaign and from a college football plan standpoint as well. No way. Bama's beating Georgia. I don't there know. They no beat LSU. I don't know. They beat LSU. I don't think they beat Tennessee. Oh man. I, I mean, I, I see three regular season losses. I'm not talking about three losses on the season. I'm talking about three regular season losses. In addition Alabama. to the one to Texas? You're no, two more. Oh, two more. Yeah, nine and three in the regular season, not right. including the if they made the SEC championship game, which I don't think they're going to. Even still. Oh, uh, man. Well, I mean, we'll ask the chat. We got a, we got again a nice group of people here, and it's not even noon yet. Everybody seems to pop in at noon Pacific, mm-hmm. three o'clock Eastern. The show starts around ten thirty ish, eleven o'clock ish Pacific, two o'clock p.m. Eastern. Uh, let's go with Tennessee, Alabama. That's the next game for them that they could lose, right, on the schedule. Who wins that game? It's in Tennessee. They got to go to Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee wins that game. You say Tennessee wins right now. Yeah, right now. Mm-hmm. Balls got him last year in Tuscaloosa, right? No, they got him in Tennessee. Yeah, they got him in Tennessee last year. It was a road game. Oh, so it's in it's in Alabama. It should be in Tuscaloosa. Okay, because it was like because it was last year. I don't have the schedule pulled up right um, now. <laughs> They play. Uh, it is at home. Yes, October twenty first, the third Saturday in October. That's legitimately but, the next game that Bama should lose. Or no, lose, they right? can lose to A and M. Oh, stop! What do you mean? Oh, stop! They can lose. A and M just got smoked by Miami. Uh huh. They can lose at home to Ole Miss. Before that, did they, they play Ole Miss at home? Yeah, September twenty third. Oh my. They play Ole Miss at home. They can lose that game to Ole Miss. So they got a tune-up game next, and then they got Ole Miss? They have Ole Miss, then a road trip to Starkville, a a road trip to College Station, then they're home for Arkansas and home for for, for Tennessee. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This is the SEC, man. This is this is not this is not this easy. Is going back to P. Ralt living in Huntsville with a <laughs> seven and five Alabama team. I don't think it's going to be that bad. I think Milrow is a problem for most teams that don't have three hundred and fifty pound defensive linemen like Texas. Texas has legitimate NFL defense. Uh-huh. Ole Miss doesn't, so Bama should be able to put up points on Ole Miss's defense. But Ole Miss could throw all over that secondary for the right. Crimson Tide. So, wow. They don't have the elite defensive players, you know, the first round top 10 pick type guys right now. Hmm. Alabama is going through a transition season, which you don't get to have. So would you, would you entertain like for, for guys in the chat? I see Tyler in the chat. Hello, Tyler. We never got a hold of you. I don't know if you came to Vegas and signed up for the contest or not. I hope you did well if you did, but um, what is is yours the favorite to win the Heisman today? No, four to one for Caleb. Caleb Williams. Yeah. He's the third option on the list. Who's second? Quinn. Uh, Jordan Travis after the win over LSU. Wow. He's two. I don't think he'll win it. And I don't think Quinn, yours most likely. I mean, it's Caleb's to lose. It, 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 they're, 
USC needs to get bounced. They needs to get, they have to get beaten maybe two times for him not to win it. The numbers he's going to put up are just ridiculous. Does he have a different level to get to because he's a repeat winner? I mean, again, 1975 was the last time. So yes, right. I, mean, the, I think the voters would be more inclined to vote for somebody else. If you give them a apples to apples comparison, I think they would vote for somebody else if they could. Right. But right now, there's no, there's nobody even the same conversation as Caleb, given the numbers he's putting up. Okay, but he hasn't played anybody of note. I mean, he played Stanford and played San Jose State, um, and I forget who they played in Week Zero. But he's played three Ooh. games. I think USC's played three games, right? Yeah. So he's put up huge put up numbers. A gigantic number in that game too. Yeah, he's. Uh, let's see. He played in week zero, oh, San Jose State, Nevada. Right. Yeah. 56 28, 66 14, 56 10. Nobody's getting anything out of those games except like padding stats. I, I don't know if there's a like win in playing those like that. There is there's a win for the team that's getting paid to play those games. And it's a W. He has 12 touchdowns in three games. He's thrown for 878 yards already. Right. He is completing, geez, <laughs> he's completing 78.6% right. of his passes. Yeah. It's just, he's as athletic as could be and can escape pressure, but he sits back there and just goes first read, second read, boom, first read, boom. First read, second read, third read, boom. I don't know if he's other than running the ball. I mean, I don't think he's been touched. Like, I don't think he gets hit no. during the game. 19 of 21 for 281 yards, 90.5% completions, averaged 13.4 yards per completion, three touchdowns, no picks, had a 75 yard touchdown toss. Not too bad. Not too bad. So, Quinn, yours, good luck. Uh, but I mean, if this oh Colorado thing keeps going, there's two oh. players for the Buffaloes that are gonna have a lot of people's attention right now because not mm. one but two pregame shows will head to Colorado for Colorado State this weekend. The-, the Buffaloes house Nebraska. The books take an absolute bath on that game. Yeah. Every public better came in and took the three and a half, three, four, five. They didn't care. They laid it all. The pros were all grabbing the points. Mm-hmm. Pros got de pantsed over the weekend in this game. How about that? Game stayed under, though, which was good for me. Yeah. What do you make of the number? 22 and a half. Got to find where they're going to stop betting. <laughs> you got to make it three touchdowns. You have to. Right. You know, that's it's funny because when you sit there and you kind of talk it through, you go, somebody goes 17 and a half over two touchdowns in a field goal. Right. And the guy looks at you and goes, not enough. Like, really? All right, 20. Nope, still not enough. 21? What's the first bet? Lay it. Make it 21 and a half. See if they'll take it. It comes out 21 and a half. They laid it. Anyone that used it and put it up first was 21 and a half. I know how those exact conversations go. And they laid it. It's real. Both. Saturday pregame shows are going. Both our friends, we have friends that do both between mm-hmm. Pat and the boys, and uh, you know the bear. We're going to try to get them on on Fridays. That's 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 my goal. Is that one of the two of them can maybe both can do a hit with us Ooh. from the set. That would be outstanding. I don't know. One, 
how much I got to get. I might have to fly to myself and ask them personally, like <laughs> and if I have to kiss the ring or something like that, I will. Right. Maybe even Stanford Steve will join us, somebody. Hmm. But the games this week are, eh, this is the, the bad week. Week three is, this is the story, but week three is bad. Yeah, we went through the games a little bit last night. And I was like, ay, 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 like, what are we talking about with college this week? Because it was so much fun this week right. talking about this stuff. It had everything. What are the other games that, I mean, Florida, Tennessee has a little a bit of heat to it, but it's Florida. So, I mean, they're not good. They aren't. No. And so, like, there isn't another ranked versus ranked game. There's not no, any Penn ranked. State's playing Iowa. No, playing Illinois. Illinois, I mean, Illinois, that's right. On the Illinois, road. 14-point favorite. Yeah. And there's nothing. There's The Irish plays CMU. Utah plays Weber State. Florida State plays Boston College. You know, Miami's playing BCU, whatever how, the hell that is. How is Iowa State a two-and-a-half-point favorite at Ohio? Because it's Ohio. It's a max school. They're not going to score. That game is a dead under. The total's 49. Dead under. Yeah, that's a oh, dead no, 44, under. 44 and a half. Sorry, okay. I got the wrong game. Yeah, it's a dead 45, under. 45, 44 and a half. Yeah, be lucky to score 30 points in that game. Yeah, there's some really weird matchups. UMass is at Eastern Michigan. <laughs> yeah, not good. UMass is going to have a tough time. Remember you made that joke about UMass going one at 11? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> might happen. <laughs> huh? <laughs> might, uh-huh. Everybody happen. was ready to cash that ticket. On over one and a half? Nah, they'll get one more. They'll get somebody. You keep saying that. Holy Cross. They're going to have to be like Holy Cross. Right. <laughs> it's not crazy. You're right. wrong with Holy Cross, but like, come on. Yeah, there is, but it's Holy Cross is in Worcester. <laughs> There's a lot wrong in Worcester. Uh, how many games does Matt Rule winning with year one after watching Nebraska get killed by Colorado? Rowan two. They play next up against the team they better beat in Northern Illinois in the home opener. Everyone's going to show up with their red balloons and all excited for Husker football at 0-2. They better win against Northern. I've been in the building when they've lost this game. Oh, that not, has to be bad, bad. Not British. Oh, yeah. I've been in the building when they've lost this game and the and the balloons didn't get lit, let go till the fourth quarter. People big pissed off and holding a balloon for three for two hours to wait, waiting for that first score. So you can let the damn thing go. By the way, Ross Randall came in the chat and said, uh, Holy cross almost beat BC. It's BC. They're better than UMass. Fair. They are better than <laughs> fair. They are better than UMass. That is true. So yeah. wait, so what's Nebraska schedule the rest of the way? Can you pull Northern Illinois? Okay. Louisiana tech. They better at home. Both games at home. They better win both of those, so that's two. They play Michigan after that at home. The Michigan Wolverines? Yes. <laughs> Not a directional Michigan? No, the Michigan. They're going to lose that game bad. At Illinois. Um, they'll be in that game, but they could lose it. Okay, I'll, I'll say they'll win. All right. Three. Home for Northwestern, win. They better win that game. They four. will. Home, uh, home for Purdue. No, it ain't winning that game. Purdue's going to go there and win. Okay. At Michigan State, who oh, who God. we'll talk about in a second. A second. What a disaster going on there. Um, 
better be the road game they win, say. Let's that's five. Okay. Maryland at home. They better damn well win that game. I don't think they'll beat Maryland, though. Maryland actually looks like they can score. Like they're gonna they they may Colorado them. I right? agree. At right. Wisconsin. Hell no. Home for Iowa. No. It's five wins. That's it. It's under. Yeah. That's the schedule. And every Husker fan hammered the over, over six wins. Oh, because of the coach. They thought, here we go. We're back, baby. <laughs> Boom. Sorry. Back Goodbye. where? Right. Well, yeah, oh, that's a good question. No. Back to where? Iowa, Iowa State was fun. For yes, who? The, the kickers, for the underbetters like myself. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. I liked it. We were watching it. Not yeah. going to lie. We watched a lot of that game together, too. Rooting for the under. <laughs> the field goal prop was good. It was we, good. It was great. Covered in the first half. We we got a missed field goal right off the bat. Blocked. And you said, this is the problem with betting and field goal props. And I was like, damn it. He's right again. But then I said, all right, well, we'll be all right. Then we got two more field goals in the first half. We were good. Late field goal there. Three over. Got a, another. It was perfect. It was yep. perfect. Um, it was nice. That game, though, like, I mean, what what are we doing? That's that's Iowa football right there. It is. Yes. You got to really like that style of football to watch that every week. And Iowa State's not good. Okay. Oh, wait. Hold on. What do you mean by that? They're not good. So I bet they're under. If they'd won that game over Iowa, I would have been nervous about their win total. Losing the way they lost. Matt Campbell now, I think, is one in six against Kirk Ferentz. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yikes. And so, yeah, if they had beaten Iowa, I might have gone, man, that bet's in trouble. That's not in trouble anymore. Not in trouble? No. Not worried about nothing? No. They're going to have a tough time. Offensively, they're going to have a tough time. They just don't have playmakers. They have so many young kids. As the year goes on, they're going to get exposed. The more film that's out there on Iowa State's offense, the easier it's going to be to stop them. Their defense is very good. Their offense is very bad. Very bad. Bad, bad. Bad, bad. Not good at all. This is also bad, bad. Michigan State has removed Mel Tucker as the head coach. He has been suspended without pay pending an investigation into a sexual misconduct allegation. ESPN has been investigating this for weeks. They pushed multiple uh, FOIA acts, Freedom of Information Acts, that were turned down because Michigan State said it was going to be a violation of the privacy of the people involved. That didn't fly. ESPN went out and put it out publicly and within 12 hours of ESPN and making that known that they were trying to investigate into a sexual misconduct allegation. Mel Tucker was removed as the head coach and most likely, I mean, he'll never coach there again. Most likely he'll be gone from coaching for good. Michigan State already wasn't good. What do you do here from a bookmaker perspective with the Spartans? Yes. Okay. Everybody's guessing now. Um, I got caught up reading it late last night, reading the stories and the, the, the descriptions and the phone calls and the this and the that. I don't understand any of it. I don't. I just don't understand how it all got to that point. I just. I and this feels like one of those things where they're got a fly just flew right by my face. Sorry about that. Um, is there more to this story? Like, are we trying to make a change in East Lansing and we got to get 
a reason, a cause, so we don't have to pay this $80 million that's due to this possible. guy? Yeah, it's possible. But he also might be doing some really not good stuff. So, but they do own more than $77 million left on this contract. So there will be a legal fight. There'll be lawyers upon lawyers upon lawyers. Oh, man. But for me, I'm more concerned about the team. Mel Tucker's gone. Okay. What does that, what happens to the team now? Who do they play this week or is it a bye? Oh, I'm pretty sure they play this week. Um, Let's see. Michigan State. Oh, they play at home against Washington. 16 point home dogs. That can't be good. No. And they're good. I mean, the the Big Ten, the bottom of the Big Ten is going to be awful this year. Kaka. Northwestern and Michigan State are going to be awful. And they both are dealing with their coaches being removed right before or right after the start of the season. Michigan State, go through, you got their schedule pulled up. They may not win another game. Um, well, home see. against Washington this week. Panics. I mean, Washington looked phenomenal. Like I don't want to say. Wow, I think they're the you're right. Favorite. But get get ready for this schedule. Yeah, they play. They play was Washington at home. Yep. Loss. Maryland at home. Questionable. Maybe at Iowa. Loss. Nope. At Rutgers, That's Rutgers looks good. Run. Rutgers yeah. looks good. Win. Right. Home for Michigan. <laughs> loss. At Minnesota. Loss. Nope. Home for Nebraska. Maybe. That's the game. At Ohio State. At Indiana. Home for Penn State. Maybe the, Indiana. The home they, game for Penn State is actually at Ford Field. They might win two games. I think they got one more. So they, so they would be, you know, three win or a four win season for Michigan state. They're under, if you bet the under Michigan state, you should feel good. You should cash that ticket. You feel pretty good about that. Yep. That's rough. All right. To the NFL, we go Uh, unders went 10 and four in week one of the NFL road teams go 11 and three ATS. So much for fearing the road favorites. Wait, they went 11 and three ATS. Are you sure? According to our friend, Dave Tooley. Yes. Okay. So he wrote wow on Twitter. All right. Road teams went 11 and three ATS. It's a reason why there were so many road chalks, right? Mm-hmm. Road favorites. I mean, look at it. Cowboys, Rams, uh, Eagles, um, 49ers. Just go through it. <laughs> so many of these teams won. Dogs won outright. Jacksonville cover. Yes. Our road favorite. Uh-huh. Uh, San Francisco, road Covered. favorite, cover. Eagles, road uh, favorite, cover. road favorite, cover. Uh, Dallas, road Dallas. favorite, cover. So there you, there's all of them. But you're right, road teams. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's it. And then 10 on... Uh, counting Thursday night football outright wins. Yeah. Is that a, just a, a random thing or is it an yes. indicative? Random. I don't know. Week, if week one field, random. I know, but I'm telling you the home field changed from COVID on. It changed. It's just not. It doesn't I don't, matter. Not that it doesn't matter. It just, it matters less overall. It still matters in certain 
places. I still think the most important thing is the sound. If they can't hear and you get the offense off, mm-hmm. that's the only thing that matters. And then it's obviously the weather, whether it's wind, rain, or whatever. That's it. There's, there's all that other atmosphere, blah, 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 blah. I don't, I don't think it matters. Oh, God. fair. Who look worse? Steelers, Giants, or Bengals? Steelers. Steelers Giants. score seven. Giants scored zero. Bengals scored three. Oh, this is like a trick question. <laughs> I don't. Uh, who look worse? Considering I watched about two plays of the Giants. That's it. Wow. Okay. I was over. It was that was like, what am I doing? Why does I'm not watching this? Yeah, I think the Giants look the worst personally. I don't want to be accused of being a homer, but that's I would have voted Giants one, Steelers one A, and the Bengals a bit of distance back. Yeah, Giants were absolutely on both sides of the football. They were absolutely pathetic on both yeah. sides of the ball, offensively and defensively. They were completely inept offensively. Defensively, they could not stop anything that the Cowboys were doing. Did whatever they wanted to do, whenever they wanted to do it. Right. Yeah, I, I thought I, the, the Giants are, I it's, mean, Let's ask the chat. Like okay. guys that are watching the show, guys and girls watching the show. We got Kendall home from school today, another Stop. Monday off. She's in there with the blue wrench. She finally did get mod because she asked nicely and uh, you were able to do it. So we'll ask the chat who looked worse, Steelers, Giants, or Bengals. I think the people, and we are a show for the people. If you like mm-hmm. it, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Thank you very much. I think they'll vote Giants, but man, the Steelers look completely inept and the expectations were so high. They had a perfect preseason. Everything was going good. And now they're already talking about hockey season today. Like, what wow. the hell happened? What was that? Yikes. That was bad. Well, look, I mean, did you see what happened with George Pickens and Kenny Pickett? Pickens, why did he get the ball? What well, he, was he on he the was, field? Went on social media and basically said the same exact thing about his quarterback had to delete it. Not good. Liked he liked a critical tweet about Kenny Pickens. I'm, I'm sorry I, about, about Kenny Pickett. So clearly, Kenny Pickens is not happy about the game plan. Not happy about the play of his quarterback. Not good. Not good at all. Wait, Pickens is not happy about the play. From Kenny Pickett, correct his quarterback. Yes, Kenny Pickett is probably not happy about the play calling of Matt Canada. Well, you guys kept Matt Canada, which was the big what the from the off season. <sighs> That's his loyalty, right? That's the Steelers. They're loyal to a fault. They don't want to make changes just to make changes, and they they want to keep their guys in place. Uh, this is what you get. Is the fact that the Steelers got beat by a team that can go to the Super Bowl? That's what the juice just came in the chat. It's a fair said. point. Yeah, but the Cowboys, but are Dallas, the same. Dallas is too. So it's it's the same. I, I and I can't say the Browns can't make the Super Bowl, but they're not on the same level as the Dallas Cowboys. Whoa, the, whoa, 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 whoa! What? Gotta get Cleveland people all fired up. This is the most excited the Cleveland people been in a long time. The Elf look good. They look. Really I mean, good. they look uh, good. Mm. They look good. Now, I don't know if that means the Bengals are going to be really bad. Bengals did not look good at all. Oh, Weather was a factor. 
Burrow didn't look good. The offense was off. His throws to Higgins were way off. He, him and Higgins need to work uh, together. You know what the market's doing right now on the what? Cleveland-Pittsburgh game, which is next Monday night, one week from today? Betting the Browns? It's one and a half. Cleveland is favored at Pittsburgh. What the hell is going on around here? The Browns Make- can't come into Pittsburgh and be favored. Making me tease it again. I did that teaser. Got blown up my face. I'll do it again. Tease the give me one and a half, two points for a home dog. Make it eight. I'll do it again. I'm going to have to bring on a, a, a person or two of Brown's fandom and knowledge for this week. Knowledge? Is this Brown's fans with knowledge? Uh-oh. Look out. He said that. <laughs> he said that. Not me. But he's right again. I got P. Rolls back. Yeah, there's people with knowledge. There's people that Just are going to come on here and tell you that, that, that Cleveland's going to go and win. They could. Right. They could. They could. Oh. Absolutely, they could. Commanders and Ravens win. Commanders somehow win. But Vikings and Seahawks both get bounced. 1,644 Circuit Survivor, $1,000 entries. Thanks for coming. Dime down. Goodbye. Ouch. I'm. 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 Surprised that we didn't have as the other team on who looked worse was the Bears. The Bears, the Bears, the Bears did look pretty bad. I'll the Bears look bad. But we got a lot of people to watch a show in the Midwest. Bears fans. I mean, but the Bears scored fans. fourteen points, though. I think they scored twenty. Piros. Okay, it's fine. They found, they scored twenty, so they were mm-hmm. not in the same realm as the seven-point Steelers, zero Giants, and three-point Bengals. So that's why they weren't on the list. But at least they weren't picked. Actually, a couple of people actually picked the Bears in the contest. That so was in week drop. one. Every team got picked except two. And it what wasn't you're doing. The Bears. So what you're doing there is I'm gonna go ahead and bet against my pet my play. That's all that is. That's I put a thousand dollars up. I'm not if I go out in week one, fine. I'm gonna bet the Packers. I'm gonna lay fifteen hundred bucks on the Packers. Whatever I gotta lay down on it. If I lose my thousand. I'm still alive. But week one's the toughest week, so I'm good. That's just a hedge. There's no logical reason why you take the Bears. Well, they were favored, by the way. It doesn't matter, but it's, it's a dumb. They were move. favored at were. home against Green Bay. Yep. And I walked. I was, I, the, just, I was walking. I was, I was driving food shop. I was driving. I was food shopping yesterday. Madeline and I went food shopping. I'm walking down one of the aisles, and there's a woman wearing a Green Bay Packer jersey and a guy wearing a Green Bay Packer hat, and they're both talking and talking and talking. And I walked right between them, and I looked at them both, and I said, "It's the Bears. Stop it!" And I kept walking. And she's like, "Jordan Love looks so good." I turned around. And I said, "Madeline, listen to me. It's the Bears. Stop talking. You guys have won nine straight games against the Bears. Stop talking. It's done." And she was like, "But, but, there's no but, but, but. Okay, it's the Bears." And I walked off <laughs> you did that at the grocery store <laughs> what section were you in when you did uh, i was in the frozen the frozen food section between the frozen these, food section. yeah between these two packer fans who were running around like they just won the super bowl oh, i said God. it's the bears you've Thank won you. nine games in a row against the bears do it against someone actually it's quality and i'll listen to you but i'm not gonna watch you guys bang and go look at us look at us no, bears aren't bears aren't as bad as those other three. They were bad. after after you left um, the Venetian yesterday. I was sat there with Dewey. We had yeah. fun watching the steel watching the Eagles in a Patriots game, and he was mm. bitching and complaining and why weren't they doing this and that? And yeah. he's still a fan, of course. Um, we were watching a Raider game too because he's going to write an article about that and all that other stuff. But there was a guy next to me he took your seat. Okay, he smoked about two packs of Parliaments while you were gone. 
Sorry. I, I couldn't take it. I was like, man, you can smoke in that book. Oh, right. Blowing it all over. I had to move. I had to go to the other side. It was, it was a disaster, but not a fan. at one point just blurted out. Sorry, Will. I can't fucking believe the bears were actually favored in this game. Same old story. He was so aggravated as he was watching it, but I probably not as aggravated as somebody that actually saved a team to pick the Vikings or the Seahawks. And they're out of this. Is this work? So this is the question and friends between Thule tweeting at circus sports. Drew's running the account. He tweets it. SoCal DJ just sent us a text about it. 31 people, 31 did not put a pick in. You paid a dime to get in a contest. Huh? You could have hired us. We would have picked somebody. We would have picked Baltimore. We talked about it on Friday. Right. You got to pick a team. Forget about saving a team because if you save the Ravens, guess what? They don't have J.K. Dobbins anymore. Right. He out. So gone the year. You save them. Yeah, he's out for the year. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you feel good that you saved them to maybe use that? I feel good that if I picked the Ravens yesterday, I didn't have a single minute of sweat. Not one. After the game kicked, we were on the right side the whole time. Right. I was a little bit like, and you did it. I'll tell the people what you did. Put my glasses on for what this. I do now. Driving down to the Venetian. Yeah. Go oh, meet these yeah. people. Yeah. And you sent the text. Yes. You jog off. <laughs> you send it. You can't help yourself. We're going to get out myself. It was the truth. They're both losing. Oh, Vikings and commanders. The workload would get, might be light. It's, might be light. <laughs> it's in my and I said, STFU. And I said, kids. I had money that on both means- games. So I, to me, I wanted the commanders to come back and they and did. This I w- is what the. Damn, Tech says I have money on both winnings, so I will not. And I said, "You're selfish." <laughs> yep. And you laughed, and I laughed, and we yes. had fun. And my wife was like, "What are you two doing?" <laughs> I'm just saying, and- I, Commanders. I needed them to win. They did. I had the Vikings need them come back and win. They did not. But that was. I mean, I, 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 I got. I, I played around yesterday. I had some fun with some stuff yesterday. I was playing around with money line parlays and doing other cr- dumb stuff for week one that I shouldn't have been doing. But I, I, I couldn't believe the Vikings lost. I couldn't believe the Seahawks lost because I was like, "All right, Deshaun yep. McVay curse can't continue. This is the year they're going to break this. Here we go." And nope, not going to. That division is the most ridiculously easy blind bet ever. Rams always beat the Seahawks. Rams always beat the Cardinals. The 49ers always beat the Rams. Period. Just always happens. It's going to happen this weekend. <laughs> the Rams are going to lose to the 49ers. It's the weirdest thing. McVay owns the other two coaches. He cannot beat Shanahan and the Niners to save his life. Right. And as you see it play out, we talked about it on Friday. What a good bet it was to bet San Francisco to win the division. It was minus 165 when we were on the air. Right. You know what it is this morning? Think it's um, triple that, right? Last night it was minus four ten. What's it now? I got a text this morning from a guy back east. 
minus 500. <laughs> I have to bet Seattle, don't I? I mean, I've, I've got to bet. Listen, you do that. I, 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 this is a, uh, I mean, I, I've got. I'd rather you bet the Rams. I have minus 180 on the Niners to win the division. Yeah, pretty good. And now it's minus 500 with what on the on, on Seattle? Plus four? Plus four? Plus four and a half. Plus six. Plus six hundred. I get yeah. six to one on Seattle. It's just, I feel like I got to do it. I think I'm going to have to do it. It's got to go ahead and just, it's a hedge, but I feel like I got to take it now because it's, it's, it may, it may dramatically switch. Cause I think that look from week one to week two is the biggest change in the NFL oh, monster. So big. It is. So I told you, I would bet the giants to win next week. The giants. So, so the strategy is going to be to pick against Arizona. Yeah. And as, as it was funny, cause I was trying to explain it last night, um, you know, to people that were in the contest and was getting a couple of DMS and just, mm-hmm. I understand the strategy, just pick against the Cardinals, but I wouldn't have picked the commanders week one. I would not have done it. Like it just because I didn't know what the commanders were. I'm not right. even sure what the, what the Cardinals are. We saw, we just said who looked the worst. In week one, it was the Giants. They're four and a half point favorites at Arizona in week two. Giants win, Giants cover. You're saying that today? Giants win, Giants cover. Yep. Contest play, I'd use it. Survivor play, I'd use it. There's one game next week with the look ahead numbers. Philly's a seven point favorite Thursday against Minnesota. Take Again, the Vikings. You can use it if you take, use it. Take the Vikings. The take the Vikings. Service, take you them. better send it to us on Wednesday. Yeah. Please. Take the Vikings. Take the Vikings. Plus the points. You like the Vikings. Yes. There's one game. One game. That's more than seven point spread. No two now. Sorry. San Francisco's minus eight at the Rams. Road team. Be careful. Buffalo's a ten point favorite at home against Vegas. Take the points. Which we, if you like the Jets tonight, you better take the Raiders plus 10 because that ain't going to be plus 10 if the Bills lose or something happens. Um, And listen, it's like you're moving actually numbers right now. Everybody is moving the Vikings to seven. Anyone that had seven and a half, bye-bye. Literally watching the show. Guys, in the risk rooms, thank you for watching. The only other game, P-Road, is Detroit minus six at home against Seattle. Everything else is two and a half, three or three and a half or pick, right? It is a hard ass week. Look, Dolphins light up the Chargers. They're two point favorites. They scored 36 on the road, 536 yards of total offense. Tariq Hill had 215 yards receiving by himself. He's a 10th. He's 10% to 2000 already. He wants 2000 yards receiving. It's never been done. And they're two-point favorites with the Patriots going down there. How many touchdowns did he score yesterday? I think three, right? Is he the best wide receiver in fantasy? Yeah, I mean, yesterday he was, 100%. But he's the best guy, period, right? Uh, I mean, he wasn't. I mean, I still think Justin Jefferson and A.J. Brown, and there'll be some guys who will have will be in the conversation. Man, I don't know, man. You need He's in the conversation. Did you see some of those passes that two up hit yesterday? Yeah, like gorgeous. he put balls in places that just can't even you can't even do that on a video game. 
Yeah, he was uh, two catches for touchdowns, 215 yards, 11 catches for 215 and two touchdowns. Patriots are at home, by the way, against Miami. Oh, good. Yeah, the Patriots are at home. So the two-point road dogs. Okay, that's right, because it's right, because that's they did it right yeah. this time. I forgot. They're yeah. playing. In the, they, they go down there in December, which is perfect. Right. Normally, you melt when you play in Miami. So the Miami Dolphins open up on the, on the road. First two games are on the road for Miami. Cross-country trips. Cross-country trips. Patriots are winning on Sunday. What? Patriots will be the, they're going to beat the Dolphins on Sunday. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to really, you're just saying that today you're going to stick with this theme whole week. I, I'll stick with it. I'll stick. I told you, I, um, I, I think in week uh, one, week two, you can make some pretty, pretty, you know, statements. The Patriots outplayed the Eagles. The Patriots had a horrific first quarter. And they gave the game away. And if they had better wide receivers, which I entirely blame Belichick, they win the game. Butte is a rookie who barely made the team. He was the 52nd guy on the roster, basically. He was very lucky to be there. Was asked to make the game most important throw and catch of the game. I can't figure out why the hell that was going on like that. Caught the ball. Couldn't get that second foot in bounds. The holding penalty on the two-point conversion cost me a winning day, a very large winning day. Okay. <laughs> that was brutal. I saw that one was. guy on Twitter, it cost him a million dollars, million dollar swing personally Thanks, on Troy. that huge holding call that you never see, by the way. And I love that Mac Jones walked over to the referee and said terrible to the guy <laughs> as he was announcing the holding call on the two point conversion. The guy did get tackled. So I'll give you that, but they don't normally call that on two point conversion. But if that two point conversion happens, Patriots cover Nick Sirianni. We have to ask a question about Nick Sirianni. Did you see what that he what he did at midfield with the ball on fourth down? He was trying to blow the game. Like uh, it, it was maybe the stupidest fourth down call I've seen well, in a slant long time. Didn't go. Punt the ball, dude. Oh, what are you doing going yeah. for that right there? Punt the ball, man. Like the Patriots weren't moving the ball up and down on your defense, and you're going to go for it. You gave the Patriots the ball on the fifty yard line. Like, what are you doing? They were fortunate to win that game. The Patriots, if they convert that fourth down, the Patriots wind up. You say, well, man, he trusted his defense. It's just bad strategy. Trust your defense with the full field. You're going to trust your defense. Different world now. You go oh. for it. You get. You make the first down. You just sit on the ball and win. Correct. That's fine. You, you don't give them another shot. But when after Gonzalez, listen, are the rookie, Patriots going to stop? Are they going to be able to stop the Dolphins? We'll find out. Patriots secondary is good. Patriots defense is good. That's why I like 47 and a half. That's why I like the, that's why I like the Patriots because their defense is going to be one of the top five defenses in the game. They can get after the quarterback. Their secondary is young, but those kids played their butts off against the Eagles. And that's two very, very good wideouts that they were able to not shut down, but they contained them enough to be in the game after spotting the Eagles 16 points. Right. They were down 16, nothing in that game. Patriots had a shot at the end to win that game, which was somewhat stunning. He only gave up nine more points the rest of the way. Right. I mean, that's out. Yes. I'll sign up for that in week one. Yes. Mac Jones played much better in the second half. They did in the first half. Still don't like the receivers running game needs to get going a little bit. The offensive line had a couple of guys who couldn't play. So they'll be back healthy. I think the Patriots kind of held them out in order to play them next week against Miami. I expect a much better running attack against the, against the dolphins. Dolphins gave up 34 points yesterday. It's got to be another over. Potentially. seven and a half. I mean, 
it's got to be an over. Big game. For, I mean, 0-2 is very possible for the Patriots, and it would stink to open up 0-2. That's why I think that they win. Backs are against the wall on it. Uh, yeah, we know the 0-2 rule, but the 0-2 rule applied with the 16-game schedule. You have another game. It's not but as vital. 0 at home? 0-2 at home? Oh, that's, a, <laughs> that's not good. I mean, they play Philadelphia and they play Miami. It's not like they played, right. you know. Cupcakes, well, right. Yeah. Right. So, I don't what'd know. What would you make of the Raiders win? Raiders go to Denver and win 16-15. Jimmy Garoppolo gets his first win as a Raider. I've always liked Jimmy G. Me but too. the more I watch him play, yeah, I think he's a leader. Like, the guys play – at least at the start, they play for him and with him. The pa- like, we saw with the Patriots. I mean, when he's confident and healthy, Garoppolo's good. People who ne- say, oh, the arm strength. Oh, he's late with throws. Okay. I, I'm, I mean, I said it well, so, on I mean, Friday. All of which is true, but like he made a run yesterday and he got blasted in the head. It looked like yep. he was going to be out. I said, oh, who's the backup? Right. Took a playoff. They made him go to the sideline. He said, I'm in. I'm good. Like, yeah. I think – as long and, and they got weapons, man. I mean, the, the, the Raiders have Devontae. Uh, I don't know if Jabari, uh, Hunter, Hunter Renfro, they have Josh Jacobs. They got the best running back in the game. I don't know. Did, did he, he got hit and that hit when he was, I mean, his eyes were frozen and he was holding the ball when he was on the ground. Jacoby Myers, I think yes, it was. Right. For a Patriot. Another, yeah. They got him out of the game. Hopefully he'll be okay. But um, they got weapons. They, they they offensively were going to be okay. I was impressed with their defense yesterday. Right. Max Crosby played really well, but also this is the Broncos, and the Broncos' offense is not going to be good. Oh, man. I, 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 learned, I learned more about the Broncos than I did the Raiders. Agreed. The Raiders have to go and play Buffalo. But that's week. a big win on the road, though, to win at Denver, divisional game on the road. You cross that off, you get that W. Look, if yes. they go three and three in the division, they're going to wind up going over six and a half wins. Uh, uh, three and three. In the they division. could beat Denver. They beat the, the Chiefs? They, no, they beat Denver and then they split with the Chargers. They go two and okay. 0 against Denver, 0 and 2 against the Chiefs, 1 and 1 against the Chargers. You go three and three in the division. That win at Denver is a monster to me. Seven and 10 is what they go. I think they go seven and 10 now. Yeah, I didn't look yet at the adjusted season wins. We we did this the last two years. I was in the risk room. I said, let's put the season wins up all the way through September. We'll readjust wow. them. And we were the first ones to do it in town. We might have been the first ones to do it ever. Who does it now? Uh, I think FanDuel and DraftKings do. I'll look and hmm. see. But we That's- did it because Miami was the talk of the world of going under uh, winless. Okay. The season wins was five. And after they got destroyed by Baltimore, when Baltimore almost hung a 60 spot on them that year, we put up one and a half, and everybody, every sharp guy in the world bet us under. They ended up winning six games or five games. It went over the initial number. We won more money on that Miami season win total than we did on the rest of them all combined. There's a market for this. The overreaction thing is real. I think it's great for books to do this. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to just say that, like, all of what you said about the Raiders. I think they, as long as he plays, they keep that 
game plan within that means the game's close, they're fine. They ain't coming back from a big deficit, I don't think. The Raiders they may or? be able to post up or Denver. Uh, no, the Raiders. Oh, I think they Raiders. can come back. I think they can play shield football for sure. If you turn Jimmy G in this one dimensional, I think they'll run the football. They're going to still have one of the best running attacks in the whole game. Josh Jacobs, if Josh Jacobs stays healthy, they can come back on anybody. I mean, they, they've got, we saw it last year. They get down 14 or 17 points. They can come back. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. Then they're going to be down 14 or 17 points because their defense is going to get lit up by teams like the Chiefs. Okay. They're going to give points up this year. I, I'll be psyched to watch. It's it's going to be fun. I think the Raiders are going to be better than, than people think. All right. Tonight, the Bills minus two at the Jets. Totals down to 45. That was pre-flop. So are we still on that? Or is that number moved? Let's see. We are two and a half and 44 and a half. Number on the, the Bills. Okay. I'm Play on the under as well on this. Uh, yep. Who do you take, Bills or Jets? I took the Bills on cash okay. considerations just to give Yanitsi, yeah, get him all bent out of shape. But I also did it because I don't know what the Jets are. I know what the Bills are. Right. Could be completely wrong. Here's Maybe this prop. is the new Jets. Here's a prop I like. Josh Allen to throw a pick tonight is minus 135 at DraftKings. Through 14 picks last year, he had two last year at the Jets. Oh. How do you feel about a pick for Josh Allen tonight? 35, we got to lay. Mm. Finally getting these prices right. <laughs> last year, these were like minus 110, minus right. 115. Yep. Um, First thought is probably to lay it. That he's yeah. going to throw a pick. I think they're. I think both defenses feast tonight. This is going to be a low-scoring game tonight. You think so? Yeah. Look at of the divisional games. The under went four and one yesterday. I believe. Right. So. Yeah, I like that. That's that's probably a good play. The interception prop. Does Rogers throw one? Uh, he's plus one ten to throw one, possible, but yes, is plus one ten. Yeah, was last night. Did the Bills not get picks? That wow. and Rogers tends to dink and dunk a lot. Oh, and he probably yeah, he throws it away. It has to probably be a tip ball or something. Yeah, he doesn't. Rogers, doesn't, generally speaking, doesn't put it into bad places. Right, he just over. He throws it away or he throws dink and dunk type stuff. <laughs> so this is the last of the of these. Before we let go of sports grid, mm-hmm. 32 teams and 31 shows. Mm-hmm. Let's just do the schedules both fast and we'll see how many, how many that the, the, these teams, how many win games teams. will the bills win? You just bills. I know bills and teams. bills and the, and, and the, but by okay. the way, by the way, look at that. What is that? That's the jets. <laughs> That's the jets. It's it's super dog. <laughs> I love the dog and I love the ears. Remember Superdog? <laughs> but what in the hell is that guy doing? Where's my glasses? That's the Jets logo. Look at that. I got to get a helmet. I actually like that a lot. This is awful. What is that? Whoa. <laughs> what that's, the? That's the Buffalo Bill. <laughs> I like, that's kind of mean looking bit like. 
I don't it know. Like, it looks like something out of some sci-fi movie. Like, yeah, he should, he should be talking. <laughs> what would he say? I don't know. We suck. <laughs> I don't know. We got to win a playoff game. Yeah, save our life. We got to go. We Let's gotta go. Win a playoff game. We got to win all the games so they could come to Buffalo in January. Right. Okay. Schedules. Here are the schedules. We'll run through these. This is the Buffalo Bills schedule first. All right. Okay. How many games do they win? At the Jets, you like the Bills, so do I. We'll go and take that with one. Home for the Raiders. Win. Probably, yeah. At Washington. Win. Home for Miami. Win. Mm, Jacksonville overseas. Win. I'll give it to Jacksonville. Come back and take over. The Jets at home. Sorry, the Giants at home. Win. Yeah, I agree. I I have five. You have six. Six and oh. I have it five That's and gotta one. Gotta be wrong. I gotta be wrong. Five and one at New England. I think they win six, seven. I have seven. I have five. I'm a undefeated. At home for Tampa. They win that game too. This can't I, be. I, I agree. I have you. You have eight. I eight. have six. I have six at Cincy. That's the game they lose, thank God. Okay. I agree. Home for Denver. They'll win that game. Nine? At Philadelphia. No, at the Jets. Home against the Jets. Oh, sorry. Home the Jets. Sorry. Yeah. They lose that game. Home against the Jets. They lose that game. Yeah, because they win today at the Jets. They they lose that game. I stick with nine. All right. I have seven. At Philadelphia. Lose. Agreed. I have seven. Bye week in week 13 at Kansas City, December 10th, off the bye. Off the bye, they'll win. 10. They'll split KC and Dallas. I have eight. What about Dallas for you? Oh, they'll lose that game somehow. Okay. At Ten. the chart at the Chargers. Uh they'll win that game. Eleven. I have nine. Home for the Patriots. Win that game. 12. Ten. At Miami. Jeez. Lose. 12 and 5. Yeah, I've, I have to be wrong. I have 10 and 7. So on them, 10 and 7 or 11 and 6. <clears throat> 11 and 6 most likely. What's the season win number for them? I think it's 12 and a half. No. Gotta be. Can't be 12 and a half. <sighs> That's too high. We can't. We're gonna go out of business uh, if you put up twelve. Let's see. So the Bills' number is ten and a half. Okay, minus one forty to the over. Just put up eleven. What, right. what? What? Season wins for the chat. We're in the triple digits. People watching right now. Over nice. sustainable number. Thank you very much, boys and girls, and Kendall, the moderator. Well, Buffalo Bills. Let's call it eleven. Okay. Season wins over or under on over the number or under that's on the number for you me. Think it lands right on 11 on 11. Yep. Here are the, the jets. jets. Do the jets. Here's the jet schedule. Buffalo. Do you want to say goodbye to sports grid? Do the jets and bonus two, time? No, got two minutes to roll through. Go jets. Uh, I guess uh, jets schedule home Buffalo at Dallas. Lose home for the Patriots. Win one home for the, for the, for the chiefs. Lose at Denver. Win two. Loss. Home for Philadelphia. Lose. Loss. This is why I think the Jets have to win tonight. Because if they don't, it's a rough start. It's already a rough start. Yeah, but I think it could be one in in five. 
Oh, there's going to be there's going to be turmoil if they be one, in one in five, five for the Jets when oh, they come yeah, out of the yeah. gates. If they beat Buffalo, beat the Patriots, they're going to lose the other four. So I think two and four is best case scenario. Yeah. By week in week seven at the Giants, which is a home game. It's ridiculous. They're winning that game. I would agree. Uh, home for the Chargers. They'll win that game four. at Vegas. Oh, they'll come here and win two five loss at Buffalo. No. Nope. Oh uh, wait, no. They lose tonight. They win at Buffalo. Six. No. Miami at home. Oh, they're going to split with Miami, so I say seven. Yes, I like win. that, too. You have seven. I have four. I think, right? Or, yeah, did I, I add up wrong? One, I... two, three, four, five. Yeah, they win three in a row out of the bye. <laughs> so I have five to yeah. Buffalo. Miami, six. Miami, yeah. six. I have, I have six. four. Home for Atlanta. Win seven, five home for Houston. Win eight. I they have a three game stretch Miami, Atlanta, Houston at home. Yeah. Yep, in at December, Miami. They're winning. at Miami. They're losing that loss. Home for Washington. Win that game. Yeah, I have seven Nine. at Cle- at Cleveland Thursday night. No, nope. December. Lose. Nope. January seventh against the Patriots on the road. Last game of the year. Oh man, oh man, that would be great. I have nine. If they win that Patriots game, it's ten. I think nine. What say I, you? Eight. What's the number? Eight and nine. Uh the, the win total for the Jets is nine and a nine half. Nine and a half. Yep. That's under the eight nine. Eight and nine. I think it's best it's nine, eight. Put it in the chat for the Buffalo or for the New York Jets, people. Over there or under the number nine and a half. I'm signing this off, and we're going to stay for bonus time. You guys live on YouTube and Twitter. Do not move. You guys are getting bonus time. If you're on Sirius XM Channel 159 or Sports Grid TV, thank you for watching us. We'll be back tomorrow, same place, same time. If you are live or you're listening on a audio app somewhere or watching on YouTube, you get bonus time. All right, this is where if you guys have a bet tonight you want us to talk about, you can go ahead and do that in the Super Chat. You can do that now. If you'd like us to do it during bonus time, we can do it for you guys coming up here for that. It is time for Bet It or Book It. Bet It or Book It. uh, Baseball, I'm already going to go 0-1 because I had the under in game one of the Phillies and the Braves game. Under the... Yeah, I went under. I, I bet under nine and a half last night. It closed at ten and a half. Steam came on the over and it flew over. So that was a bad bet. So my my streak is over. Eight zero oh, and one goes to eight one and one. So it's okay. I really thought that we were going to see Morton and Walker pitch well. They both got crushed today in game I can't one. Believe the Braves game. You actually would bet under Walker's game. This is the most runs in a Walker pitched game since the All Star break. I know, but it's the Braves. Their, their lineup is just hitting. Every game they play goes over to – Yeah, you were all over the Dodgers. You, you rode the Dodgers all week yeah, long. The that was Braves are not a good road over team. They're a good road home – they're an over home team, not an over right. road team. So that's why. Yeah. But they, right. they went cross all one today. But under eight and a half Rangers Blue Jays tonight. The Rangers play the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. Numbers are amazing that SoCal pulled from this. Bassett and Dunning. 
Yeah. You want to bet under? You want the numbers? Here's why. I don't care about the numbers. I'm booking it. Go ahead. Okay. Sell me. Uh, the numbers are the following. Uh-huh. The under is 11, two and one in these in games started by Chris Bassett at home this year for the blue Jays. Okay. Uh, they, the blue Jays are averaging 8.4 runs total in games started by Bassett since the all-star break and 8.34 runs for the Rangers since uh, in games that Dunning has started this year on the road mm-hmm. under eight and a half book it over. Okay. Under 45 and a half bills and the jets today. I think we got to bet this just watching week one and everything we saw and said, and everything we talked about. You need, she's wearing a Revis jersey. Might close at 44. How low is this going to go? It's already 44 and a half. Is it not? Yeah. Fresh. 44 and a half. Yes. Oh. And everybody just keeps blasting this thing. Sometimes they get there. Yeah. I think this place to the under. What, 24 20? Somewhere in that neighborhood. Last, I mean, they didn't get to 40 points in the two games last year, both in Buffalo and New York. It's different, different teams. Literally different teams. Buffalo's not really the same, but. Not really. Yeah, they've actually. Uh, I mean, they got Aaron Rodgers Okay, but the the Bills' defense is still projected to be a top ten defense. I don't care who's playing quarterback. Bills' defense is still expected to be pretty nasty, and they're healthy. All of which is true. Under game goes under. I think we bet it. Okay, like that a lot. Um, Wow. Couple yeah, things we'll get to here. Okay, chats. We get some. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Uh, Fire them in right now, boys. Dave's daily pick, go pack, go. Chris Covey, Fish versus the Brewers. Lazardo against Woodruff. Who are you taking? <sighs> Damn, it's a tough game, Mr. C. This is a tough game. Lazardo versus Woodruff. Damn, sir. First thought is first thought is Brewers and under. Okay. That's my first thought, but Mr. C's got the number. I've got his. I think I'm it's gonna, under. I'm going to do the baseball work here. I mean, Woodruff, it's, it, this is the game. This was on the rundown. We just didn't have time to, to, okay. to get to it because it's this is a really interesting game. I mean, Milwaukee's minus this 142 is, on it. This is the best game of the day. It's down. Let's see. Consensus number now is probably 140. 140. There's a 142. There's a 145. Da, 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 da. That's as high as it goes. Overnight, it looked like it was 160. Oh, man. Playing the dog offshore. <sighs> under. Yeah, I think under's the bet. I like under in that game. I like under too. Under seven P roll. It's tough, right? Maybe first five under. Keep, yeah. Leave the bullpens out of it. Three and a half. Total outs by Woodruff. Wonder what that is. It's 16 and a half. Go over. The fish are hot. He's right. Damn it. Wow. Ross Randall's in the chat. He said six and a half. He sees six and a half. Would you bet under six and a half in a baseball game right now? That's a tough one. No, it's tough. That's really I tough. don't think you bet under six oh. and a half in, with anybody. 
Yeah, that's 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 September tough. baseball, man. There's been a lot of you see the scores over the weekend. There's a lot of high numbers. Yeah, and today, look at happened today. <laughs> the Phillies game one already were flying over. So, all right, it's good. Uh, R.J. Mathis, first time ever giving us a super chat question. We we appreciate you doing that. Thank you. Sir. After your discussion on Iowa Iowa State last week, I put down one unit on one plus field goals in each quarter. It hit plus seventeen hundred. Thanks. I was offered a cash out in the third quarter for plus six units. What are your thoughts on live cash outs? Well, oh my. What are our thoughts? I know what my thoughts are. We're in we bonus talk. time, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't ever fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Unless you really need the money or you made a big score, like, and you really need the money, don't ever take the cash out. They're Better shorting you be- a lot of money. Just bet the other side. Just bet the other damn yeah. side. Don't don't take the cash out. Just just go. They're trying to entice you to the idea that you don't know about hedging. So don't ever let them dictate the price because they're going to take it on forty cents on the dollar when you can make it back on a hedge on the other right. side. Now you have to lay out money to do that, and if you yes. don't have the money to do that, deposit the money to do that and do it if you can. <laughs> like don't. Take the cash out. Our friends at WagerWire yeah. have that calculator. Right. Go to wagerwire.com and you can see the cash out calculator function and it'll tell you straight what your bet is probably worth. Yeah. Without the cash out. Right. RJ, that's a I mean, congratulations. One, thank you for the for the super chat uh money and the question. But two, man, don't I I just P-Roll said it best. Like you're you're getting shorted. It's not it's not value. It's mm-hmm. it's it's it takes away the sweat. Okay, That's but you great. can control that. Never let the book control what you do with your money. You control yourself. Right. Yeah. So if you want to hedge, I'm a huge hedger, but don't let them dictate the car the market price for the hedge. You get right. you do that. Right. Yeah. So always never trust what the books are going to give you. Don't do any of your bonus boost bullshit. Okay. Don't do any of that shit. You see what they did to fucking Izzy over the weekend. Adesanya went down to what even money bet. What happened to him? Loss. The books had nothing to do with that. I don't like any boosted bet ever. Yeah, that's that sounds like a superstitious guy. No, nope, I just don't. Not? I don't trust any any of your bookmaker friends. I don't trust any of them. You're giving me something. Why? You're not in the business of giving me anything. Why the hell would I want to take something like that? Well, when you play blackjack at a blackjack table, you can buy insurance. This is not buying insurance. This is you lowering the odds to a different place. This is trying to entice action on a side for some reason. It's the same. It's it's to get bets. It's don't literally like it. to get bets. Nope. Don't know. Don't, don't know why it comes with strings attached. I don't know the full answer as to what you're doing. You're asking me to bet a play that you have more info than I do. No, thank you. None zip zero. I will. I never play boosted plays. Never recommend playing boosted plays. In fact, oh. I get pissed off. My juice audience knows this when I, when I'm on it, when, when I get a bet that gets juiced down or up by the books, it gets incentivized. I get pissed off. I'm like, okay, that's a loss. Auto chalk up to a loss. Listen, I tell people all the time when you're playing a blackjack, you gotta be um you gotta be careful about taking that insurance bet. When the casino's giving you something, 
it's usually in their favor. When a book's giving you a boost, it's usually in their favor, you know, and then they limit how much you can play. And then, you know, the price is probably better if you just played it straight, but they get it all in one pot. I know what they're doing. I never play those boosts ever. I get all these, we switched over to this Caesars Sportsbook app, you know, with the William Hill. So I have a, I have a tab that says your boosts. I won't even open it. I, I won't even open it. I don't even know what the hell I have built up in there and all this other stuff, but I won't open it because I'm good. Like I'll pick what I want to bet and right. I'll I'll get the money when I want it and I'll put money in when I want it. But you got to be very careful with those boosts. So you're right. Um, don't like them at all. Do not like them at that's all. Fine, but that's not uh, why is he lost. You said it was the right decision. He got whipped. I'm just saying you dropped. It was 675. You gave even money plays on it. You needed to get handle on it. And you cleaned up. You, you wiped the board clean with every is every bet. And look what I did. I parlayed it. You go ahead. And I lost the parlay before Izzy ever fought. So I didn't matter because I'd already lost it. But Texas Tech made sure of that with their pick six at the end. So which was. Oh. The was worst. that the worst beat of the weekend? For me, it was. Yes. And it would have been it, but I would have lost it anyway because Adesanya lost to Strickland. And Strickland yeah, but absolutely had that opportunity to bet Strickland off it. Plus yes. 450 or 500. Well, I did, I did anyway, though. I did anyway, though. I, 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 I took the 400 just for the hell of it. So after after our conversation, I said, I'm supposed to bet Strickland, right? And you're like, yes, you're supposed to bet Strickland. And I said, okay. Hell yeah. You were bet. sitting at the even money with that yeah. parlay. It was, it, was minus, it was minus 104, and then yeah. I went ahead and, and bet the other side. Even before the Texas Tech thing happened, I bet it because I was like, if Texas Tech covers, you should bet anyway. You said you should bet it anyway. You should bet bet plus 400 anyway. And you know you you can either win a unit or you win or half a unit or you go flat. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So I just bet enough to win back to win back the initial wager. Texas for the Tech was I mean, brutal. You were winning the whole game. Like, yeah, and- cover the whole game. There's Only no thing they could have beaten me in the last one minute was a pick six by Oregon, and they did it. You and said that out loud. Though, yeah. didn't you? you you were getting ready to leave. Yeah, I said. I said okay. I said. I said not like I go. We can't leave until this game's over. I just need to make sure that we're not going to have a pick six. And that Ken, happened. Ken throws pick she six. Goes, I was like, you were up pacing. A dog was walking around, following you. Around, and Maddie so innocently goes, "What does pick six mean?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maddie. Yep. Pick six means dad lost a bet. That's what that means. That was, <laughs> was brutal. so funny. I was like, Maddie, don't worry about it right now. Just get, you know, thanks yeah. for coming over We're and hanging home. out with us. It was, that was great. Yeah. She had a ball that day. She absolutely loved that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and then finally, Addison Julio Rodriguez over one and a half total bases at plus 105. He's been. Is there a hotter hitter in baseball? No. Since the last month and a half, there hasn't been. I mean, the books just said, fuck it. They said, fuck it. We're not going to half a half a base anymore. Now it's one and a half bases. My man crush on Seattle's pitching staff is real. I mean, going to see them in person was so good for my eyes, but let alone watching the games all summer long, especially during this hot streak. Right. Watching J-Rod and stuff has been has been great, too. And Kendall was a big fan. Um... Uh, plus money, Detmer's lefty pitching. Yes, bet it. I think so. Again, the walks don't count. Right. So you can't make it a half as a book. You can't make it a half because you can't make the minus. Like it's egregious. It'd be a half a base over minus 300. So you make it over one and a half under minus a quarter. 
plus 105 on the over. I still like over. Yeah. I mean, yeah. double double wins it for you. So, yeah. You got a chance to do that. All right, guys. Thanks to those that we appreciate. Every, every day we'll do that during bonus time. You guys can give us super chats for top for comp content for questions and games that we have not covered favorite thing about today is what um i got a text uh from someone who listens to the show a farmer an actual farmer um and i just wanted to read it real quick i'm gonna leave him nameless because he sent it to me um and i know he's listening wherever he's at but it said, I can't wait to show you how we roll with the technology while farming. <laughs> I have a GPS display, an iPad for recording data, and a Microsoft Surface for entertainment. I get grief all the time for watching TV in the tractor, but it helps pass along past those long 20-hour days while I'm doing it. And first and foremost, Dave, I want to thank you. You and Matt have such a great show. Mm. It's the highlight of my day, even when times get a little tough around our parts, in Mm. which they are now. You two bring a smile to my face. Most gambling content is around sports betting. But you two... Hold on. I got to move something. You two somehow turn into a sports podcast geared toward current events. That's what I love. Keep doing what you're doing, and you will connect with people worldwide. People asked me over the weekend while we were doing that, why do you guys do the show? He said, I can't explain it. You should watch it. Right. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss it. Listen to it later on SiriusXM at night. Watch it on Sports Grid on the replay. Go to our YouTube channel. It's at symbol Boston versus the book. You'll see the chat when you watch it live. You'll get the connections. You'll understand it then. So I couldn't wait to read that. I was like, that's the best thing about today. 9-11, one, I'm alive. Hell Two, yeah. I got a guy riding around on a tractor with me and you I told in you. his ear or told watching you. the screen. <laughs> The farmers love us too. Told you. Yes, sir, baby. We're going. Uh, Mine is quick. It is this T-shirt made by our good friends in Pittsburgh who handed these ish shirts to us. I love you guys are making T-shirts on our stuff. It's absolutely great. I I completely. It's absolutely phenomenal that. That's not turning into t-shirts and you guys first chef Benny go ahead and, and, and make it. And that was really cool. And, and now our friends in Pittsburgh who showed up and go to go ahead and, and making this t-shirt, which was very, very cool. So I wanted to especially acknowledge the, that in the bread men coming to Vegas, signing up for the contest, using the proxy service. I really appreciate all you guys uh, for being here. Very, very cool. Thank you. So my favorite thing about today is I get to wear a shirt like this because it's done for by the audience made two for us, which Fantastic. I very much appreciate all of that. We're back tomorrow. Same place, same time. If you guys want to listen to the replay, Sirius XM tonight, 10 p.m. Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern time on channel 159 or on Sports Good TV, same time. Audio podcast, wherever you get your audio podcasts. Dave, Matt, back tomorrow for a Tuesday's BBB. Radio.